1: Meanwhile, we've got our friend of the show and uh, good guy Jerry Donardo from the Big Ten Network, the analyst there. You can find him on Twitter, at Jerry Donardo joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Jerry, not good news for the Badgers, but if we go back to the game and the start they had against Illinois, boy, Graham Mertz certainly burst onto the scene, didn't he?
2: Yeah, you know, Bill, there's always a lot of hype in recruiting, and there was a lot of hype with Graham, and this is one of those cases where, the hype was uh, justified. He, he, he looked terrific. I, you know, we did something on him pregame and uh, on this urban analysis thing that Urban Meyer and I do. And, you know, Urban bragged about him. He tried to get him in Ohio state, the whole thing. So we knew physically he, he was very talented. I think what we didn't know is his maturity and his poise and the way he, he interacts with the team. I mean, it was pretty impressive for a young guy. So, uh, it's a darn shame that he's gonna he's gonna be out for a
1: while. Um, obviously, quarterback play being huge and being what it is, what does this do? I mean, if you're a coach and you're faced with you know your starter's gone, your other starter's gone, your backup is gone, I mean, it, it's what does this do to your ability to play call and handcuff you as a coach?
2: Well, if my math's right, this is the fourth quarterback they could be playing with, right? So, right. Um, You know, I guess if anyone is equipped to handle this situation, it's probably Wisconsin. You you know, most teams are running the spread, and if you run the spread, the program goes as the quarterback goes. Well, that's not not the box that Wisconsin's in. So they can make it with a run game. They can make it with defense. But they are playing a much improved Nebraska team that, I I, I mean, I don't think that it's good. I don't think anyone on Nebraska – Team feels like I'm glad some I'm glad some of our competitors were sick, but but this certainly is strategically uh, something that that Nebraska can take advantage of, and this is as I say a much improved Nebraska team. But you, you know if anyone can handle playing the fourth quarterback, maybe it's Wisconsin. You know I'm I'm not sure that there shouldn't be some protocol that says if in fact a certain position has been impacted at a certain level because of COVID that, you know, we rethink whether the game should be postponed.
1: Is this where you turn to the defensive coordinator and Jim Leonard and, and their ability, that defense's ability to really stymie whatever it is, Nebraska or whomever their next opponent, because you got Nebraska, Purdue, and Michigan. So their next opponents, you're really going to have to rely heavily on the defense until your offense either begins to get into a rhythm or – or if your offense doesn't, this is where your defense, and, and even though you lost Zach Bond and company, you really need to, quote, I hate to use the cliche of step up, but they do, for lack of a better term.
2: Yeah, I would even take it a step further. You know, this is where Paul Chris sits with Jim and Joe Rudolph, right? I mean, I, I would do this every Thursday because the, I, I'd want my offensive coordinator my defensive coordinator to know the entire strategy of the game. So this is when three of the finest coaches in America, Paul, Joe, and Jim get together and say here's how we put this thing together what we what what was good strategy last week or last year against Nebraska or before we were playing off fourth quarterback or before we lost some of the players on defense that strategy doesn't apply to this game and so they'll put their heads together and and Paul, I, there was an article recently that he's one of the most underrated head coaches in the country. I think that's a tr- very true statement. He'll put this thing together to give them the best chance to win the game, if it even if it is the fourth quarterback.
1: Um, now I look around the rest of the Big Ten. Nebraska just got, just got beat up by a really good Ohio State team. So Nebraska coming off of that loss, when you say a much improved Nebraska team, how much could you tell uh, coming out of a game like that against Ohio State?
2: Well, I think you look, if you're Nebraska, you look at the beginning of the game, right? They scored. They, they were hanging in there. Uh, they they look like they're uh, stronger and and deeper at some positions. You know, McAthley really helps with Martinez. It, it just looks like a, a better Nebraska team. You know, we've missed going on the bus tour and all that, and that's usually where. We start out so this would be like watching a Nebraska practice. They just look better than they than they did a year ago. And uh, Big Ten gave them a tough schedule that, that's playing out. And I, I just think they're better everywhere that that, that I could tell watching them play.
1: Looking at uh, going to some of the other games in the Big Ten, uh, Purdue knocks off Iowa. Was that somewhat surprising uh, that the Boilermakers came out so fast and furious against a, a pretty good, what we thought was going to be a real, you know, a tough team, a tough a tough out in the West of the of the Iowa Hawkeyes?
2: Yeah, I, I, I
1: picked Iowa to win the
2: game. Now, yeah, I, I thought Brian Brown stepping up to Jeff Brown was going to be an issue. Bob Diaco, first time. Or a new defensive coordinator at Iowa, you know, without the head coach there. So I, you know, I focused on a lot of game management things and a lot of the coaching angles. I right? and and I thought that Iowa had the edge, mostly because Jeff Brom was out, Brian Brom, a new play caller, and Bob Diaco, a new defensive coordinator. But they played really well. Uh, Aiden O'Connell had a great game. Bell had a great game, and. Their offensive line looks better. You, you know, Bill, the offensive line at Purdue since Jeff's been there, and even before Jeff got there, actually certainly before Jeff got there, their offensive line has been slow to develop. Uh, just like Northwestern, I mean, there's some teams in the conference where the offensive line is like the opposite of Wisconsin, right? You can always count on Wisconsin having a good offensive line. There's some programs. Penn State was like this with Bill O'Brien and early and James Kenya until they got better. These offensive lines have been slow to grow. There's not as many high school players playing that can be recruited in the offensive line. There's a lot of reasons for it, but Purdue's offensive line probably played better than I can remember since being with the Big Ten Network.
1: How about your Indiana Hoosiers, man? I That was an upset. I mean, I thought Indiana is an – I've said it very quietly that Indiana is a team to just kind of keep an eye on because when you look over their fence, they have gotten steadily better. You see better talent going there. You see them with a system, something they can believe in, and, and damn, they got Penn State 36-35.
2: Okay, and, and, and let me tell you about this. I feel pretty strongly about this. When I was there, I said, this is going to take 10 years. And, of course, people looked at me, laughed, and said, what do you want, a 10-year contract? And I said, no, I'm just telling you, this is, this is a long-time rebuild. When you look at Kevin Wilson, and then Tom Allen was Kevin's defensive coordinator, this is the 10th year of the Wilson-Allen program. And I said this after the game Saturday. Yeah, yeah, it was a great win, Bill. I mean, absolutely a great win, but it's bigger than that. This program is solid now. Will it ever be one of the best programs in the East? Probably not, but this is a solid, good program. Hey, we all knew that, that I thought Penn State would win the game, but we all said Penn State's going to have to play to win. They can't just show up and win, and that's exactly what happened. But great win for Indiana, but more than that, I think this Tom Allen, I think he's going to break Bill Mallory's uh, 69 wins, which is the school's record for a football coach. I think Tom Allen will become the winningest football coach in Indiana history the time he's done.
1: It was a good start to see the Big Ten back. Jerry, I appreciate your time with us. Always a pleasure to talk to you. Let's just hope the Badgers are able to field a football team and uh, we're able to continue on with the Big Ten season, pal, okay?
2: Thanks, Bill. Appreciate it.
1: Appreciate it, buddy. Talk to you soon. There you go. Jerry Donardo, of the Big Ten Network, the analyst there. You can find him on Twitter, at Jerry DiNardo. And it was a good start to the Big Ten season. It was a good start to be able to see Big Ten football. Let's just cross our fingers that they're able to continue forward. Badgers obviously with some COVID adversity now. Hopefully they're able to play. Hopefully they're able to play at a high level and continue to get wins. And uh, and just, you know, cross your fingers. Everything goes in the right direction. Even though the news today, Graham Mertz is uh, positive for COVID. That has now been confirmed. He will now sit out via the Big Ten protocol for the next 21 days.